Serious, what is the most shocking thing someone confessed while on their deathbed? I'm a medical student and I had a female patient who was new to our practice who was HIV positive. I needed to ask her how she got the virus that is sexual or IV drugs. She tells me it was sexually transmitted, and the only reason she got tested was because her partner of 3 years last words to her as he was dying in hospice was I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wanted to tell you, forgive me, heavy stuff. That is heavy and tbh, pathetically weak on his behalf, like, tell the frickin woman so she can get treatment sooner rather than later, if he loved her at all, he should have manned up. I have a good and a bad story for this thread. I'll start with the good, it's not exactly on the deathbed, but as close as she was able to at the time, my aunt had cancer, she knew she was going to die and she knew it would probably be in less than a week, she couldn't eat and drinking was hard, she wanted to be sedated heavily, kept asleep permanently, essentially, for the last few days because this whole dying thing sucks and I've had more than enough, so fair enough. A doctor is called up, a plan is made and carried out. The last thing my aunt said before going under for the rest of her life was ah, I see the stars, they're sweet and run carefree, gather them up, and that's when she went under. She died 3 days later. Nobody knows what she meant, but somehow, those last words fit her. So my uncle, her husband, got them tattooed on his chest, over his heart. The bad, my other uncle had been in a car accident. It was bad. In the ambulance on the way to the hospital, he said tell my wife that Wendy is my daughter and I love her. Name changed for privacy. He died a few minutes later because of internal bleeding. Wendy was the neighbor's then 5 year old child. That caused a huge shitstorm. I can tell you. My dad was adopted from a woman who went to my grandparents church and got pregnant out of wedlock. My grandpa confessed on his deathbed that he had actually had an affair with that woman and he was my dad's real father, which was why he suggested adopting him in the first place. Bro, that's intense. I can't imagine the mixture of emotions that your dad and grandmother must have felt. I was told by my father that in addition to two other kids he had that I knew of, there were more children of his out there, also that only two of his kids were with the same woman. Four of them showed up at his service, in addition to the other two, making it seven of us present. We also found out that he may have had other kids elsewhere but my family kept really poor records of things, so I have never found out who they are. Most of that was word of mouth from old friends of his. Weird note, but all of us got together and now stay in contact. We had a good amount in common and see each other when we can. Your relationship with them is better than mine with the siblings I grew up with. I had an old uncle who refused to die until his lifelong mistress came to see him. When he was he was in a new country and met an amazing woman, but when he went home to visit an arranged marriage was set for him, and his father was ill so he ended up staying and having kids. He later immigrated back with his new family and found his old love had never moved on. He never stopped loving her either. They got back together. Both women knew of each other but never met his kids called her auntie and knew of her but never met her. On his deathbed he kept on fighting to live. His son asked him do want to see auntie. He eyes grew as he tried to communicate yes. The son called auntie to let her know he was dying. She said she knew and was waiting in her car out in the parking lot. Auntie came to see him and within 5 minutes he passed away in her arms. Holy crap. I don't believe in soulmates but that's the only way to describe this. My mother died when I was 11 of stage 4 cancer. 
while she was on hospice at home. My grandmother, on my dad's side, was standing by the bed. She woke up, heavily medicated, pointed and said what are you doing here? I never liked you. Not especially shocking but hilarious. It sounds heartless, but my grandmother gave my mom heck when she was alive. My other grandmother, mom's mom, tried to hold in laughter as she told her she taught her better than that. As my mother lay in her hospice bed dying of cancer she beckoned me closer to her and said I've hidden the money. I've hidden the money in the... She was having trouble speaking and getting breath and her voice was cracking. She tried one last time the money's in the... She closed her eyes. Her breath stopped and her head slumped to one side. A few seconds later she burst out laughing. She was pranking me. She died three days later. Your mom sounded like a cool lady. Sorry for your loss. Not necessarily a confession, but I used to work in an assisted living home and on his deathbed a resident apologized profusely for molesting his daughter's son just minutes before he took his last breath. Dang that freaking sucks. My grandpa told my dad he loved him for the first time when he was dying from cancer. Grandpa was a drunk all throughout my dad's childhood and had a strained relationship with the family, so this was pretty surprising to hear from him. My mom told me about the death of her father, my grandfather, and his last words to her. She said he was on his deathbed and it was obvious he was nearing the end. He motioned her over to tell her something. She went over, leaned in close, expecting some declaration of his love for her or some deeply insightful. He said the good family silverware is hidden in the ventilation system about 15 feet out from the furnace. She looked at him like he was crazy. He said what? We travel a lot and that's where I hid it. That crap's expensive he died the next morning. My mom's aunt, when she was dying, revealed she'd had the hots for my dad for years. He claimed to be mad he never married her after divorcing my mom since she had some money to her name. I met a lady on a train to Edinburgh who was really nervous because she was on the way to meet her brother for the first time in 70 years. Her parents had told her that he died when he was one, but they'd given him away because they couldn't afford so many kids. She didn't find out he was still alive until her mother confessed it on her deathbed. I can't imagine how someone can keep a secret like that for so long. Me and all of my cousins were gathered around my grandfather's hospice bed as he laid dying. Each and every one of my cousins, there's a lot of us, gave him a kiss and tried to talk to him said they loved him, etc. But he wouldn't respond to any of them, just stared, until I came up. I sat on the edge of his bed, holding his hand. Everyone was watching us. He looked at me and said, I don't like Mexican food, and that was it. And the family was never the same. I have a great aunt that passed away when I was 17. Just before she did my older brother confessed to her that I was gay. She called me in and explained how our family has been through so much and that she was willing to totally accept me for who I am. I think that is great of her to be that open minded. Only one problem I'm not gay. She never believed me because my brother had confessed it. I had a hospice patient who asked everybody, is it the 13th of December since mid-November she had been asking this. We'd hear this question multiple times every day and just assumed it was a family member's birthday or something. The 13th of December finally rolls around, and that's the day she dies. That's... chilling. 
My mum was from China though we are now happily residing in an European country. We went back to China for my grandmother's last few weeks as she was dying from terminal cancer. On my grandma's last days, she requested that mum stay with her alone. And it was only then she revealed that my mum wasn't her biological kid. My grandma confessed that she has bought my mum from a child trafficking ring. Which was common in China, because she had tried for many years and still couldn't get pregnant. My mother cried a lot, not only for the unimaginable pain that her biological parents likely went through in losing a baby, but also for the fact that my grandparents have went beyond to treat my mum as their little princess. They literally did treat my mum as their own. They were never abusive and only gave her the very best in life. They even willingly send my mum to the US for university education even though they aren't rich by any means. Whoa. I can't even being to imagine how hard that would have been for your mom to process. My heart goes out to her. I wish that there was a way for her biological parents to know that she is okay. Well, it was intended to be a deathbed confession, but she pulled through. My GF's mom told my GF her birth father's name after saying she didn't know. She was whoring around and couldn't remember. It was Orange County in the 80s and apparently my future mother-in-law fricked and did drugs with most of the lowlifes in Southern California. But she did know who my GF's dad was and finally told her after 30 plus years. Turns out he now lived less than 3 blocks away in our small town in the Mojave Desert. His kids look exactly like my GF did at their age. We didn't make contact, as his criminal record is a mile long and he's a crappy person by all evidence good gravy. Her story sounds so much like my brother's. My mother worked as a nurse in the biggest hospital in Copenhagen. A dude is terminally ill with cancer, has his wife, children and entire family next to him. He decides before he dies that he was gonna phone the girl he was cheating with on his wife to meet up at the hospital when the entire family was there. My mother had to move the entire family into another room when she showed up because of massive shouting and hysteria. What a selfish prick he was. Jesus. Like, sure the dude was dying and all, but still colon. Would've been sweet. Sweet karma if his entire family just walked out then and left him alone with his side chick. If you're going to choose her over family. My grandfather was in the hospital in a pretty nasty state. He barely could speak, but he made it clear to us he had something to say. He had my mother get him a piece of paper and a pen. Thinking he has some important words to leave us with in case he doesn't have the chance later. My mom does just that. There's silence in the room as he scribbles something onto the paper. With my mother and her two siblings waiting in anticipation. My grandfather finishes. And with a big smile turns the paper for us to see. I've got a girlfriend. It read, as he pointed to Anna. A neighbor and friend of his. The goofball ended up pulling through and living several more years. Depending on whether or not he was still married to your grandmother, that's adorable. My grandfather was dying of cancer. He was 90. Our entire family would sit with him in his own home, tending to to him, in shifts, making sure everyone had alone time with him and to all feel needed and loved during his passing. Gramps would regularly point to a spot where no one was and say, Hello, Hazel, they are all here again and then smile. Or he'd say, Yes, dear. That's Linda's little girl. Hazel was his wife, my grandmother, who had passed away two decades prior. The chilling bit was that grandpa would then turn to us and say, Oh, I forget you can't see her. Shortly after he was diagnosed as suffering from the final stages of heart failure, 
A few weeks before he died, my grandfather told me several stories about World War II that changed my view of him and of war in general. Now, before I start, I should tell you that my grandfather was one of the kindest men you'd ever meet. Always friendly, never drank. The kind of guy who gave the shirt off his back to those who needed it and handed out the biggest candy bars in town on Halloween. Everyone loved him. Shortly after D-Day, my grandfather was part of a 12-man rifle squad fighting in northern France. As his unit entered a seemingly abandoned village, they were ambushed by a squad of Germans and the unit was torn apart. They won, but by the end of the fight only three of the Americans were still alive, and one of them was badly wounded. The squad leader and his assistant were dead. The two unwounded soldiers swept the battle scene and hauled three badly wounded German Wehrmacht soldiers into the middle of the street. My grandfather looked at the other American soldier, said no prisoners, and cut the throat of one of the Germans right there. He said he almost puked because there was way more blood than he was expecting. His partner lifted his rifle to shoot the other two, but my grandfather stopped them. He said that there may have been other German soldiers nearby and didn't want the gunfire attracting them. So they dragged the other two into the shallow ditch on the side of the road, with about 6 inches of water in it, and stood on the German soldiers heads until they drowned. After that, he said he hated Germans. He confessed to a number of war crimes, including shooting German civilians and killing German soldiers who were trying to surrender, apparently a not uncommon occurrence, but the worst, he told me that he only felt guilty about one thing he'd done. In early 1945 his new squad was going through a small German village when he and a couple of other guys kicked in the door to a small house. Inside was a small old German woman in a wheelchair, who immediately started screaming and cursing at them in perfect English. My grandfather kicked her wheelchair over, rolled it out the door, and then knocked an oil lamp over as he left the house with his partners. She burned to death. He looked at me with cold eyes and said, that was too cruel. She was an old woman. I should have just shot her. Dang. My father apologized to my mother for the way his side of the family had treated her, especially in the first few months after the wedding, and the months leading up to his death. This same family screamed and shouted, as the hearse was leaving the house to go to the cemetery, about how much they didn't get from the will. After 30 years, I have, for the first time, attempted to reach out to one of them that actually apologized some 5-10 years ago. My husband's aunt, Mexican family, confessed to him on her deathbed that she spiced her tacos with Kroger brand taco seasoning. He's still a little shocked about it sometimes. This made me laugh. I can picture my granny doing something like this. My dad had an impacted bowel and was heavily medicated. Before he went in for exploratory surgery, he tried to write a letter to me expressing his feelings. He could barely talk before he went into surgery. He kissed me and had tears in his eyes knowing it was the end. The paper was folded and said on the front only open if I die. While he was in surgery, I selfishly opened it. It was a few paragraphs of unreadable scribbles that I couldn't read. He made it through the surgery, but also got diff since the hospital sucked at washing him so he was put into hospice, which is basically where you're put to die. I know this isn't quite that bad, but if he died, I'd never know what that note said, and it would weigh on me for my entire life. He later told me it probably said how much I loved you and wish I did more for you or some crap. You know, dad's stuff. He's the best. My grandma confessed to my mom when she thought she was dying. 
she got better, that she tried to coat hanger abort her, obviously it was unsuccessful, my grandma was a religious woman, and decided that god wanted her to have this baby, and treated my mom like her favorite child, this messed my mom up for a while, and it was even more awkward when my grandma surprisingly got better, after grandma died for real, my mom eventually made peace with it, after she was born, grandma never treated her like she was unwanted, so mom understood she was in a vulnerable place at the time. Mom was the seventh child in a poor family. Yay the time before birth control. Not exactly his deathbed, but he was on the verge of death and couldn't speak after this. My father confessed to me that I had a sister that he never told me about. He had fathered a child with a woman right before he and my mother got married. And his parents paid the woman off to go away. That was 18 years ago. We are now good friends. The sister and I, and she is a welcome part of my extended family. When my great grandfather died, me, my cousin and my dad visited him in the hospital right before he passed. When we were leaving both my father and cousin gave him a hug and said their goodbyes. I did the same, but when I was about to move away he grabbed my hand and held me there for a few more seconds. I was always close to my great grandparents, closer than any of my siblings or cousins. But he never showed how much he loved me until that moment. No words. Just holding on one last time. His death is the hardest hurt to deal with. Much because of that moment. My grandfather passed away early October 2016. He never said much throughout his life. A stern navy man that served in the VO-76 in Vietnam. He was though a diehard SF Giants fan though. In his last moments my aunt whispered it's okay to go. The Giants beat LA. He smiled and passed away that night. My grandpa when he was dying. He awoke after being asleep for most of the day and it was around 2am and me and my cousin were on watch to wake up my mother, who's a nurse, if anything was going wrong. He sat straight up and looked right through me as if I wasn't there and started talking to his sister who had passed decades before. He loved her so much and always talked about how much he missed her. He was having a conversation hey Lena, I've missed you it hurts followed by unintelligible mumbling and groaning. It wasn't so much what he said but how he said it as if she was standing in my place or right behind me. He didn't even acknowledge me and it really kind of freaked me out. The next one which is actually a cherished memory was when my grandmother from the other side of my family was in hospice and on her way out. Her and I always used to joke about death and how it was shocking she was the last of my grandparents so she smoked, drank and stayed up all hours of the night watching TV. She was my best friend for my whole life and really I wish I would have known it was the last time we would talk. She was in her hospital bed and looked at me as I held her hand and she says I'm ready now you want the jello now grandma? I asked her. She genuinely guffawed and said no I'm ready. I'm ready to go chase rainbows and she relaxed and said she was tired and wanted a nap. My son who was 2 at the time said I love you as we left and she was the second person he ever said that to. Frick, I'm crying just thinking about it. She was such an awesome woman. Miss you grandma. My grandpa's brother died of Parkinson's a couple of years ago. He was on hospice and all his loved ones were there to comfort him before he passed. He was incoherent his last couple of days but just before he died, he sat up, looked at an empty corner and said mom, you came for me, laid back down and died with a smile on his face. My great grandma was definitely someone who would come help her child transition to the next world, if there is one. She was a great lady. 
That's such a beautiful and touching story. Natural order of the world is that your parents go first. And even though you manage to learn to live with this new reality, without them, you still feel like an orphan child. The comfort he must have felt to see his beloved mother after all this time was probably incredible. This was surprising to me but more sad than anything. I was always close to my granny but I never had the heart to tell her I'm gay as I had only heard her say negative things before about homosexuality. I didn't want to upset her and cause family problems. Towards the end she had suffered strokes and was unable to talk. My mother and uncle were in the hospital with her while she was dying. During this time my uncle confessed to my mother that granny had always known I am gay and that she didn't care and love me. I regret not having the balls to tell her before she died. While my grandma was on her last mile she wanted everyone to come up to her and she tell them something she always loved about them. Nothing was shocking except when it was my turn. I go up to her, give her a long hug and she tells me I was her favorite grandchild. I turn around and all my cousins were giving me the meanest looks. I said nothing and went back to my seat. Later on, one of my aunts comes up to me and said the reason why grandma said you were her favorite grandkid was you let her be herself. This is such a sweet sentiment to go out on. Your grandma sounds very thoughtful and special. Related to me by my mother before her passing, my great uncle admitted that he had killed his first wife by beating her to death with a bowling ball because he found her molesting their neighbor's son when he was 5 years old. This was when he lived in Ireland and a few years later he moved to America met another woman and lived his life happily had a number of kids and grandkids. It put most of the family into shock as my great uncle was one of the most non-violent people you would ever meet. But no explanation on how he got away with it. Or any more than that. He died like 3 minutes later. Shook my family up for a while. That first sentence was a roller coaster. Somewhat related. As my grandmother's mother side, where with all began to go. She did things she never would. Had she been at full mental health. Now she never liked my father at all and always gave him a tough time when she was around. Well the last time she came over she gave my father $50 bill for no reason when he opened the door. This was 3 years ago and that $50 bill is still in my dad's wallet. He said by no means will he ever use it because it was the only kind thing she ever did for him in the 30 years he knew her. My great grandmother asked my mother to go clean her toys out of her nightstand before the rest of the family went through the house after she died. My mom thought it was hilarious and awesome. I died a little. We were asked to throw out my father-in-law's Playboy and Hustler magazines before his daughter saw them. My grandpa was dying 3 years ago. He died at the age of 104. The last day I saw him he was sitting in his chair. I had come by to chat a bit with him. We were talking about the military since I'm the military and he had been for 65 years. All his life he had been telling us how he had been fighting the German invasion of Denmark. Well this day he told me quietly and full of shame that he was helping the Germans taking Denmark. He regrets it every day he said. Comma I'm the military. Well if you're the military then I'm the senate. Back when I was in Homeland, my grandmother told me how my grandfather would beat her. None of her children, my mother, knows about this. My grandmother was super religious my whole life. 
always going to church and doing right by her community. In her last house she said she really did not believe in God and wish she had not wasted all that time in her life doing what she thought others wanted her to do. It was pretty crazy for her husband my dad and aunt to hear her say that. That story really turns Pascal's wager on its head. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now.